This is the Morning Sports Desk. It's Tuesday, August 8th. Hi, how are you? CJ gone again today. I'm Corey Tackman. Happy to be hanging out with you for another rendition of the Morning Sports uh, uh, the Morning Sports Desk. Uh, here's what we've got going on, okay? Uh, we're going to take another look around the state. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff that we uh, want to take a look at again. Uh, just to preview it very quickly, we'll take a look at some twin stuff, some Saints stuff, some Lynx, some Loons, some Vikings, some Gophers, and some NSIC football, okay? Lots of things to dive into again today, so let's just dive right into it. Uh, the Twins get another win. They're on a five-game winning streak now. They routed the Tigers yesterday at Comerica Park. 9-3 was the final score there. It was a big one, again, for the Twins. They're now 60-54. They have a five-and-a-half game lead over Cleveland for first place in the AL Central. They went big time in this one. They scored eight times in the first three innings. They got a homer and four RBI from Carlos Correa in the early going. Ryan Jeffers was really good. He hit a first inning three-run home run. Uh, Pablo Lopez got the win. He struck out eight batters over seven shutout innings. Uh, he was he was great once again. There's really not much else to say. Uh, like we talked about yesterday, it's just nice to see that 60-54 and 54 record. Now six games over 500 for the Twins. A five-and-a-half game lead over Cleveland for first place. Uh, those are real numbers now uh, uh, in the division. It, it Much, much better than those, hey, the Twins are you know, 51 and 51 and lead the division by a half a game or are behind in the division by a half game. You're uh, six games over 500 now, uh, five and a half games up in the division. Those are real numbers. And with how the American League Central is working itself out, we're not at insurmountable territory by any means, especially the way the twin season has gone. But we're not that far away. If you can come out of this, if you can sweep Detroit, are you kidding me? It's a four-game series. Uh, yeah, you've really put yourself in the driver's seat. 5 o'clock pregame, 5.41st pitch on KWAD. Again this evening, game number two of that series. We want to move along here pretty quickly because, well, the uh, uh, a lot of stuff to talk about with NSIC football. I think it's some fun. My only hint on that one is it's too bad CJ isn't here for this conversation, but it's okay. We'll give him an opportunity to uh, maybe chime in on this later in the week. The St. Paul Saints are back in action after having the night off last night. The Louisville Bats are in town for a six-game series beginning tonight. They get underway at 7.07, that first pitch from CHS Field. The Minnesota Lynx return to the court tonight. They'll face the Sky in Chicago. It is a 7 o'clock tip. Of course, the Lynx are coming off Friday's home loss to New York. 76-66 was that final score. The Lynx are 13-15. and Chicago is 12-15, and but are winners of two straight. The other good news for the Lynx in all of this, Nafisa Collier returned to action on Friday. She will play again tonight. Nice to have her back in the lineup. Rachel Bannum is probable for this evening. She's still recovering from her thumb injury. 
Minnesota United continues tonight with a League's Cup game against Toluca FC in St. Paul. That will start at 7. There is some Vikings moves happening and Vikings news happening. Uh, Typical training camp stuff, uh, but they have added some receiving depth. They signed Jacob Copeland to a contract yesterday. If you'd never heard of him, it's okay. Uh, He went undrafted in April. He spent four years with Florida. He spent one year in Maryland. Um, to make room for Copeland, the Vikings did have to waive wideout Cephas Johnson. They also waived fullback Zach Ogili, who is from Minnesota Duluth, but did sign running back Abram Smith out of Baylor. So the Vikings continue to make moves. This is constant. There will be uh, four to six more names uh, that happen uh, that are announced for today, I'm sure. Uh, by the end of the day, there will be two to three more Vikings players on the roster, and and uh, uh, two to three guys who were Vikings today will not be Vikings tomorrow. That's just how it works, and you see these names throughout the entire season. Guys get signed to the practice squad and things like that. The Vikings do continue with an afternoon practice today. Uh, excuse me, an evening practice tonight. They had an afternoon practice yesterday. And their exhibition season opens with a preseason game on Thursday night in Seattle at 9. Uh, Gopher football continues with fall camp this afternoon to close practice on campus. Um, Gophers open the season, of course, uh, at the end of August. It's a home opener. Nebraska will be in town for that. So here's where we wanted to get to. And again, uh, CJ, I'm sorry you're not here for this. I think we could probably have a lot of fun. But uh, Bemidji State has been chosen as the preseason favorite to win the NSIC football championship. That is from a vote of league coaches. Uh, They got four first-place votes, did the Beavers. Minnesota State Mankato actually received five first-place votes, but was tabbed to finish second. Wayne State and Augustana received two first-place votes. They were picked third and fourth, respectively. Uh, In case you're wondering how this works, it's a coach's vote, but you're not allowed to vote for your own team uh, while taking the survey. Uh, Then it was Minnesota Duluth chosen fifth, and then my Winona State sixth, followed by Northern State and Sioux Falls. Then Southwest Minnesota State, ninth, Minnesota State, Moorhead, Concordia, St. Paul, U. Mary, and Minot State round everything out. More Bemidji State notes. Quarterback Brandon Alt, who's from Cottage Grove, was chosen as the NSIC Offensive Player of the Year. Congratulations to him. Northern State defensive lineman Ian Marshall, who's from Missouri, was chosen as the NSIC Preseason Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, So uh, here's how things look if you are an NSIC football fan, and if you're not, you really should be. Um, There's 13 teams in the conference. They're each going to play 10 conference games over an 11-week schedule. There is going to be an overall champion that's based on win percentage in the 10 conference contest. That's how they uh, eventually go on to decide. Ties will not be broken for the overall champs, so there could be a uh, a co-champ situation. The regular season for NSIC football begins very soon. Uh, Thursday, August 31st is the uh, regular season opener. And then Saturday, September 2nd, it kind of begins for everybody else in earnest. So uh, uh, good luck to the NSIC football 
just loved going to those games. I'm a Winona State guy, CJ a Bemidji State guy. Uh, there will be no betting this year. I don't know if Bemidji State and Winona State play each other. Um, it's always kind of a fun little back and forth with CJ and and me if we can pick the winners out of that ordeal. But I'm going to um, conspicuously find a way out of any sort of donut bet we might make because, well, I don't want to lose. <laughs> I guess it's pretty straightforward that way. I do want to remind you also, as we continue to move on in the week, CJ, of course, gone again today, but we'll be back tomorrow. We've got lots of stuff to discuss the rest of the week. Really looking forward to uh, both tomorrow and Thursday in particular. Because remember, tomorrow uh, we're going to discuss the uh, Big Ten and how they have added Washington and Oregon to the conference. And it's moving or uh, uh, upgrading the conference to now 18 teams. So CG and I are going to try to break down what Big Ten football in particular is going to look like, uh, what they're going to do for divisions, how maybe they'll split those divisions up, maybe what teams could be where, what a schedule might look like. We're going to break that all down tomorrow and uh, and just play a fun game to see if either of us are on the money at all. And the Vikings preseason opener is already on Thursday this week. They'll travel to Seattle and play late Thursday night. So we're going to discuss that on Thursday, the Vikings preseason opener preview and and uh, dive into some Viking stuff, what we hope to see out of the season, maybe out of that first preseason game if we think we can find anything that matters. But it's going to be fun. Wednesday, Thursday, CJ's back. That's the stuff we're going to talk about. And then Friday, you know, I'm sure we'll have a little fun as well. That is another rendition of the morning sports desk. It is Tuesday, August 8th. <laughs>